Praise the Lord indeed. Um, once again, thank you so much for just joining us here this morning as we come together to honor the women of our lives, as we come together to honor our mothers, our sisters, our wives, our grandmothers, our aunts, everybody in our lives who are a tremendous, tremendous blessing to us all, man. So, you know, uh, just prior to coming here, um, just prior to, um, to, uh, this worship service here, I was actually outside with, uh, with, with uh, the guy out there. Um, we we're cutting down our tree out there. The reason for that is because a couple of days ago when it was really windy, one of the branch on my tree actually fell and hit my neighbor's house. And so I, I praise God. I thank God so much that even though that branch fell and hit my neighbor's house, that no damage was made. And so I called, um, yes, I called this guy and he, and he he's the guy that usually takes care of my trees anyways. And so I called him. His name is Brad. And, um, he came over on Friday night and he helped me, uh, cut that part off that broke off just to make sure that nothing else happens. And then this morning he also came back. We finished cutting down the tree and trimming down the tree just to make sure that it's safe. Uh, so it's kind of windy here this morning too. So I was doing that this morning. And not only that, just yesterday, um, I went over to see, uh, Helen. Uh, we did a little car parade over there uh, where Helen is staying at, and so I went over there to Helen, and I saw, and uh, I, I saw Alma there, and also saw Crystal there, I believe, and I believe those were the two that I saw there. And then of course we saw Helen there, and uh, she's in great spirit. We drove around, we were able to see her, wave hi to her, and it was a great experience just being part of that car parade over there where Helen is staying at. So it's, it's a true, true blessing that even though. Yeah, during this time, even though we're not able to visit with each other as long, you know, but we're still able to just drive by and just see her and just see how she's a spirit over there. So may God continue to be with Helen. May God continue to bless her um, at this time. And so the sermon that we will be talking about today or the topic, uh, the scripture that we'll be talking about today comes from Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, and also from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through verse 3. And so I'll be reading them both in Hmong and also English. And so in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, this is what it says. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. And in Hmong, it's Kedi Chongnengong Reiko O. And Kedi Chongnengong Reiko O. Natine Halinatine. Yotsu Hu. Nengnia. Nengzi. Nengtie. Yomoshia. Or Nengnyong. Deito. Haolu. Deito. Or Kumopu. Nengnyong. And then from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through verse 3, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 through verse 3, this is what it says in English. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy a long life on the earth. And then in Hmong, it's in Ephesos, Okay, 
for those of us who are interested in the Hmong sermon, the Hmong language sermon, go ahead and just click on the link that says Hmong sermon. And so you can feel free to go ahead and listen to the, the sermon in Hmong on that link. And so, um, at this time, we'll be going to the sermon, and the sermon on this uh, feed here will be done in English. They're so just letting us know that. And before we uh, study the Word of God, before we hear the, the Word of God, let us pray together. God, once again, we come before your presence as we prepare our hearts to receive your Word today. We ask that you be with us. Open up our hearts to you. Open up our hearts that we may receive your words and that your words will be a blessing. For our lives today not only that it will be a blessing also to our faith today and so be with us to open up our hearts and our minds allow us to be able to have the wisdom to honor and celebrate our mothers today or women today and so at this time as we listen to your word we lift everyone up to you and we pray in the name of our lord jesus christ amen if we look at many of the religions throughout the world Many of these religions are based upon the idea of honoring father and mother. Even in the Hmong traditional, um, traditional religion of ancestral worship, it is a concept that is based upon honoring parents. And so many times when Hmong people come to Christianity, one of the questions that they often ask is, will we still be able to honor our parents because their whole religion, men, many aspects of their religion is, is based upon honoring their parents, which is part of the ancestral worship. And so that's one of the challenges many times when we go out to reach out to the Hmong community and to try to evangelize and bring them to Christ, the question always comes up as to whether or not Christians honor their parents because you know what we do often of course one of the things that what we emphasize on in our worship service is we emphasize on god and so sometimes that is uh, that that's the reason why it brings up that question that uh, you guys emphasize so much on god how about your parents do you honor them and of course if we look at the scriptures we see that as christians of course we definitely do honor our parents even if we were to look at traditional even as we were, even as we look at traditional Judaism and the Old Testament, and we look into the Old Testament, we see the importance of honoring their ancestors, the importance of honoring their parents. You know, it's those long, long Bible verses that nobody wants to read, right? It's probably the most boringest part of the entire scripture is when they write about, you know, this person uh, begets this person and so forth and so forth and so forth. And they go through the entire lineage of, of their culture, the entire lineage of their people. And so something like that is something that it is, it is a testimony to all of us that even in traditional Judaism, they do definitely honor their parents. And so when we come to the Christian faith, when we come to the Christian faith, we see, we see here in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, it talks about this. It talks about honoring your father and your mother. And this is part of the Ten Commandments. Okay, this is part of the Ten Commandments. And right in between, in the middle of the Ten Commandments, 
is this fifth commandment telling us that we are to honor our fathers and we are honor our mothers. And so not only does it say this in the Old Testament, but if we continue to read the scripture and we see that this commandment, this is something that is repeated throughout the scripture. This is something that is repeated, that is repeated throughout also the New Testament. Jesus Christ himself, he talked about this. The Apostle Paul, he also spoke about this. It is something that we as Christians, we take seriously. It is something that we must do, which is to honor our parents, to honor our father and our mothers. And so what does this word honor here from the Bible? <coughs> Sorry about that. I've been, um, I've been having a cough the last a few days so my voice is kind of um my voice kind of feel weird right now it's kind of sound weird right now but um but what does it mean what does this word honor here mean when we look at the hebrew word we see the definition of this word honor the hebrew word in the old testament and the hebrew word says to give weight it means to prize highly. It means to care for, to show respect for, and to obey. When we look at the uh, Greek word that the Apostle Paul uses in the New Testament in regards to honor, we see that this Greek word means to assign value, to have high respect for, to count as valuable. And so when we take these two definitions and we put them together, we see that the point of honoring our parents, honoring our fathers and our mothers, honoring our women, honoring our mothers, are, is, is basically what it means is that we must value them. We must value our, our women. We must value our, our mothers. We must value all the people that's in our lives, our wives, and so forth and so forth. So all these women that are in our lives, they are a tremendous, tremendous blessing to us. They have tremendous and tremendous value to us in our lives. The reason why we're able to do the things that we do, the accomplishments that we uh, achieve in our lives, most of the time is mainly due to uh, our women, the way that they support us throughout our lives. I know that with my, without the support of my mother, without the support of my wife, I would not be able to get to where I'm at. And so, you know, you know, life will be totally different without the support of my mother, without the support of my wife. And so, they are. They mean. They mean so much to my life. They are a tremendous value to my life. But the reason why we honor them is simply not because they give us something or that they're able to provide us anything. The Word of God is not telling us that we must honor them because of something that they have done for us. Okay. I know in our society, we often think about, uh, this, we often think about that, you know, people need to earn our respect. Okay, that's the that's how we often think about respect and honor and things of that sort. But here in the Bible, it doesn't talk about that. Here in the Bible, it's not saying that these women we are to honor these women because they've done something for. Us. Okay, and so 
It's not saying that these women have done something to earn this respect or anything like that. But what God is saying here, what the Bible is saying here, is that they are of value just simply because they are the women in our lives. They are of, of value simply because they are our, our, our mothers, our wives, our sisters. They are of value just because of that, not because of anything that they have given to us. And so when God is telling, when the Word of God is telling us that we are to honor them, it's not because of anything that they have done but just simply, we honor them simply because they are part of our lives, simply because they are the women of our lives. And so we don't wait until, until they give us something. We don't wait until they, they, they are able to provide us with certain things in life before we honor them. But, you know, God is simply saying, just honor them. He makes it as simple as possible. He makes it as simple as possible that just honor them because I created them. I created, they are my, they are my daughters. Okay? They are my daughters. Your mother is someone that I have given her the blessing, the gift of being your mom, of, of being your mother, of being the one to raise you. And so it doesn't matter if she's a good mother or not a good mother. It doesn't matter if, if uh, she's been able to do, give you all these things in life or, or if she's in poverty. You see, my mother, when, when she, when she was raising us up, she, she was not a rich woman at all. But just because they're not rich, just because they're not able to to uh, provide you with the th with all these things that you want and you desire in your life, it doesn't mean that you don't honor them, okay? But you are to honor them just simply because God has given them to you, just simply because they are who they are and God has created them to be part of your life. And so that's the whole idea of honoring them. And not only that, the reason, the reason why we honor them is because Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ himself says in John chapter 8, verse 49, he says that I honor my father. And so since Christ is the role model for us, since Christ is the standard for us, he is the one that we are to follow, you see. We are to follow the example of Jesus Christ. And because Christ honors his father, we too in following Jesus Christ, we must honor our parents. We must honor our father. We must honor our, our mother. We must honor the women of our lives. And so we're simply, we're simply following, following what Jesus Christ is doing. And so the word of God shows us that God, that God has blessed these women with a tremendous responsibility. But at the same time, God has blessed these women with a tremendous, tremendous role in our lives. Tremendous role, a tremendous, tremendous, um, they are the ones that are there to support us throughout our lives. And many times, many times when, when we do wrong, many times they're able to give us this different perspective in life. Many times women are the one, the ones who have more of a nurturing nature to them than us men do. And so they're able to give us this different perspective in life. You know, they're able to sometimes, they're the ones that are able to kind of slow us down and get us to sit and think about what we're, what we're going to do next. Because as men, many times we just, you know, when we see something, we, we want to do something, we just want to barge right ahead and, and, and get that done. And many times we make mistakes because of that. And so God created women for us and women uh, to be with us. And as they are with us, many times they're the ones that say, slow down. Go down, think about this first. And, and that's, that's part of just having them in our life. That's part of the blessings that God has given to us. And so that's, so when we honor them, I mean, we, we, 
because of all of this stuff that we must just honor them simply for who they are and once again i want to emphasize that not because not because of anything they've done but simply because of who they are that god has created them that god has given them into our lives and so how do we go about honoring our the women of our lives how do we go about honoring the mothers in our lives well one of the things that we have to do one of the things that we have to do is we have to learn to love them unconditionally okay we have to learn to love our parents unconditionally we have to learn to love our mothers unconditionally we need to learn to love our wives unconditionally because you see parents are not always saints mothers are not always saints okay there are times there are times in which they may do something to us that hurt us there are times when they may do something to us that that we may not agree with you know and so even in these times, even in these times where they may have done something, they may have done something to hurt us, whether intentionally or unintentionally, even in that time in which they make mistakes, we need to learn to just love them unconditionally, while at the same time also learning in our lives to forgive them to forgive our mothers, to forgive our parents, to forgive them, to forgive the, the women of our lives when, when they make a mistake. So this is how we honor them. Your life nowadays is, is quite complex because the world is con con constantly changing. And so oftentimes, oftentimes, the world that we live in nowadays as compared to the world that our parents grew up in or in in comparison to the to the world that our parents are used to it's totally totally different and so you know even in, even for me for myself you know my parents both my my stepmother and my uh, my father they, they both live with me and so even though they live with me we have different ideas of what it means to live together and so that sometimes makes things difficult. I mean, my parents, you know, they, they are from Laos, and so they are used to, you know, everything that they see, you know, all the grass that they see. What they're used to doing is they're used to just digging that up and making it, making it into a garden, okay, planting stuff, you know. So they can never, you know, they can never see any, any green grass because they see that's like, for them, that means it's time to dig it up and plant something. So they're, that's their worldview. That's their culture that's what they're used to you know of course for myself i grew up here in the united states so i'm more used to seeing green lawns you know i i i want you know in my house i want my house to have the, the nice beautiful green lawns but it's so difficult for me to do that because a lot of times my parents they have a totally different worldview and to them it's like we got to get rid of this grass because it doesn't really mean anything to us because grass doesn't really mean anything to us and we need to plant vegetables we need to plant Plant fruits, all right. So that's the worldview, and so sometimes just living together, it's oftentimes very difficult. Okay, it's oftentimes very difficult because we just have this different perspective of how to live, and yet even when we have these different perspectives on how to live, we must always remember that God made them our parents, and so God has given them the role of being the parents. God has, has given them, has blessed them with that gift of being 
of parents. And I know that here in the United States, we often think that by the time we're 18 years old, you know, we're out on our, 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 our own and, and things like that. And we don't really, you know, our parents, they do whatever they do and we can do whatever we do. But, you know, in the scriptures, our parents always have the authority over us. Our parents, they always have their authority over us. I can be 50, 60 years old, and my father will still have his authority over me. And so that's one of the things in, in Mom, there's a saying that, that your, your parents are like the heavens, okay? They are like the sky to you. And so they always have that authority over you. So even in this, these instances where my father and my stepmother and myself and my wife, we, we disagree on how to live. We disagree on the, on the way that we need to take care of our lawn. We take, we disagree on the way that we need to take it in the way that we, we need to take care of our backyard. Even when we disagree with this, we still need to honor our parents. We still need to honor our parents. And, you know, my parents are, are funny in a way because they're so used to that. You know, they're just so used to planting a garden everywhere they go, no matter which house we move to, you know, in the, even in the past, is always finding a place to plant a garden. And, you know, from here in the last 15, 20 years or so, all my brothers and sisters are, are growing up now too. And so I'm the oldest of all my brothers and sisters. But now in the past 15 years or so, everybody is, is, um, everybody in my family, they're, they're, they're getting older. They're, they're achieving things in their lives and, and they've all become, you know, most of them, many of them, have become also homeowners and so becoming homeowners of course there's a flexibility there's more of a flexibility as to how you live your life and and so because they've also become homeowners and one of the things that my parents do is that when they come to my house and they, they dig up all the grass of my house already well they need more they, they need more another place to dig up okay they need another garden again and so they'll go over to my my uh, brother's house or my sister's house and, and they will go over there and they'll go make a garden over there too they'll go dig up their their lawn and and things like that too and so even when we have different worldviews from our parents even when we have different worldviews from our mothers from, from the women of our lives and even though sometimes these things are in conflict with one another we need to still honor them we still need we still need to see them as as people who are a blessing our lives we still need to value them in our lives and and at the same time like i said we still need to forgive them for their mistakes you know many times parents do things that are wrong to us and many times parents um abandon us many times parents their own life in their own life they're not able to to to, to stay together and, and, and they get divorced and they leave us and you know children you know I, I come from a home in which my parents are are divorced and so i understand how how, how that feels like i understand how how it feels like to be a child of a of a uh, of a couple that has been divorced and it's very hurtful for children and that's one of the things that I promised my children and I promised my wife that I never want my children to ever go through. I never want my children to go through a divorce with, you know, with, with my wife and I. I know how hurtful that really is because being the oldest of, of my seven siblings, there's a total, eight, total of eight of us, being the oldest of that and, and seeing my parents split up, seeing my parents getting divorced, it was a... It, it's it's hurtful. It's very hurtful for for you as a ch as 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 a children as children of uh, of uh, these parents. And so even during times like these, even when things difficult times such as these, and even when our parents make mistakes, 
what we have to do is we still need to honor them. It does not give us an excuse to say, well, my parents, they weren't able to work out these things between them. And so now they've, they're divorced. And now, you know, that divorce caused me pain. That divorce hurts me. And of course it does. Okay. Of course it does. But we still need to learn to love them unconditionally we still need to learn to forgive them and i think that's one of the hardest things for me in my personal life is learning to forgive my parents okay because like i said um when they when they got divorced it was something that really affected me it was really something that really affected all my brothers and, and and sisters and so um sometimes it's hard it's hard that you know why would you do this to us why would why, why can't you just work out your issues instead of you know splitting up and so it's it's very hurtful. And so sometimes it's difficult. It's difficult to forgive your parents. But I think but but I think that's something that we must do because that's a way in which we are to honor our parents is for us to forgive them. Okay, is to forgive them even in the mistakes that they have made. You know, our parents, even though they have been blessed with, with the position of being our parents, even though they've been blessed with the gift of being our parents, they are just like us. I mean, they're, they're still human beings just like us. And because of that, because of that, you know, they are prone to making mistakes just like we are prone to making mistakes. You know, um, I'm sure that, you know, there, there are things that I've done in, in my life as a father that has upset my children also but even in that we must learn to forgive one another we must learn to love one another unconditionally throughout the relationship and that's what it means to honor uh, your parents and 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 another thing for us to do is also to learn to speak well of our parents <coughs> excuse me to learn to speak well of our parents in Matthew chapter 15, verse 4, these are the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, okay? And so it's, a, it's, it's very harsh. It's very harsh, but we see, we see how serious, how serious God is when it comes to honoring our parents. We see how, how serious it is. And in Matthew chapter 15, verse 4, Jesus Christ says, For God said, Honor your father and mother, and he who speaks evil of father or mother is to be put to death and so we see the seriousness of the seriousness of what it means to honor your mother and to honor your father and we as we study the scriptures as we look throughout the entire scripture we see a pattern that continues to occur in the scriptures and that pattern is that it's always the responsibility of the parents to teach and raise their children in the right manner so that they know god so that they have faith and it's always the parent, uh, the the children's responsibility to respond to that teaching. It's always the children's responsibility to honor those teachings, to listen to those teachings, and to continue in the teachings of their mothers and their fathers. And so we see throughout Scripture, if we read, you know, from from Genesis into Revelation, we see a pattern that whenever that does not take place, whenever parents no longer take upon that responsibility of raising their children, of teaching their children to grow up in, in, in the right way, to grow up knowing God. We see that pattern that when parents no longer take upon that responsibility or when children no longer take upon the responsibility of listening and, and um, obeying the teachings of their parents, we see a pattern that when that happens, then the society or the culture or the nation – 
often crumbles and often crumbles and often gets destroyed because of that. And so that's the reason why God takes this very seriously. He takes it very seriously because the family, the family is the, is the main core. It is the main core of the society. And when that family unit breaks down, and then, and then starts breaking down the entire country, starts breaking down the entire society. And so God is very serious when he comes, when it comes to honoring parents and, and children, you know, with children honoring parents and pa parents teaching children and, and guiding them the right way. And so that's why when we hear words like this from our Lord Jesus Christ, you know, for our generation, for, for our time, for our contemporary uh, society, it sounds very harsh, but it puts into perspective of how serious God really takes this, um, this, this commandment, this, this idea of just honoring your parents, honoring your fathers and your mothers, listening to them. And so we are to speak well of our fathers and mothers. We're, we're not to go out there and, and, and say bad things about them. Okay, we're not going to go out there and, and spread rumors about them. We're not, we're not to speak to them harshly also, you know. We're not to, you know, when we speak to our parents, we're not to speak to them harshly, um, and things of that sort, okay. Uh, many times, I know sometimes, uh, some, you know, so, sometimes we, we, when our parents get, get us angry, when our parents, um, get us mad, we, we tend to be a little harsh with our parents, but that's something that we must be careful with is, um, while we also, while we speak well of them to others, at the same time, when we're speaking to them, we also speak well to them in their presence too. My father, as he gets older, he starts losing his hearing. And so many times when, when, when he starts losing his hearing, if I talk to him in my regular voice, or if, I, or, or if anybody talks to him in our regular voice, he has a hard time hearing us, even though he has something, he does have the hearing aid on. You know, oftentimes he, he, um, he has a, Hard time hearing us. Sometimes it's funny, um, just listening to my, my stepmother and my, my father having their conversations because, you know, like, like I said, my father is hard of hearing. And so my stepmother will say one thing and my father will, will, will hear a totally different thing. So one of the things that, so sometimes because of that, so sometimes when I talk to my father, I have to raise my voice, you know, I have to raise my voice. I also have to speak very loud to my father. And so, and so sometimes when people see that, they look at me strange, like, is this guy yelling at his father or what is he doing? But, you know, that's not the point. The point is that my father who is hard, he, he is hard of hearing. So when a lot of times when people come to my house and they talk to my father, I always have have to remind them too. I always have to remind them too that you have to speak loud, okay? You have to speak loud if you want to speak to my father, if you want him to understand you. You have to speak loud to him, okay? And so, and so these are instances in which, in which we, we raise our voice, but, but, you know, in normal instances, in normal regular instances, then we should never be, be speaking harsh. We should never be raising our voices at our parents. We should never be speaking down upon our parents. We should never be speaking down upon our, our fathers and our mothers. And when we do that, when we speak down upon them, we it means that we're not valuing them in our lives. Okay. And so God wants us to continue to value them. Continue to see how valuable they are in our lives. And not only that, what else can we do? We must take care of them. And we must take care of them. Uh, because our parents they took care of us. You see, no one takes care of us like how our parents, like our, like how our wives, like our, our mothers. No one takes care of us like the way that, that, that they take care of us. No one takes care of us the way that our mothers take care of us. They carry us in their body for nine months. 
And when we're born, they take care of us from the beginning of our lives. Even nowadays, I, you know, I just celebrated my birthday a couple of days ago. <clears throat> I, I just turned 43 years old, celebrated my birthday a couple of days ago with my family here, here at our house. You know, we couldn't, of course, with the virus and everything, we can't, we, we couldn't invite anybody over. But we just, I just celebrated my birthday, you know, a couple of days ago. And, and even though I'm now 43 years old, my mother still calls me. And she still follows up on me. She still, uh, you know, wants to know how I'm doing. And if I'm, if there's anything that's wrong with me, you know, whenever, when I have a cough like this or something like that, uh, she listens to my voice. And when she noticed that my voice doesn't sound normal anymore, she'll say, what's wrong with you? You know, what's wrong with you? And she'll try to, try to find out, you know, if I'm, if, if I'm sick or something like that. And she will always try to find something, some kind of cure, some kind of, medication whether it's herbal medication or or uh or you know just something from the store or something like that she'll always try to find something you know because that's how mothers are that's how wives are is that, is that they care for us and so they're always taking care of us i i i told this story here yesterday on on, on the mong sermon and and it is true i mean i'm not saying this in a way to uh um, say anything bad about my father. Okay, that's not the point. I'm not trying to say anything bad about my father. But what I want to do is I want to praise my mother. Okay, I want to talk about something that's positive about my mother. And the positive thing about my mother is that since I was a child, since I was born, and since I can remember, okay, my mother is the one that has always, you know, she's always been the one to sought out the medication for me, the, to sought out the, the herbal uh, medicine for me whenever I get sick. Whenever I have a fever, whenever I get sick, she's the one that brings me all the medication to, to make sure that I, that, that I get better. You know, my, my father, my father was never into that. So my father never did that. But my mother was always the one. She's always the one to do that. And so up until the point that I got married. And so up to the point when I got married, then she kind of backed off, but she still bothers us. She, she still calls us about it. She still asks us about it. You know, sometimes even as, as I'm gaining weight, she, she, she still tells me that this is the way that you need to lose weight. Okay. You need to take this medication. You need to take this herbal medication and things like that. And so she's always finding ways. She's always finding ways to, 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 uh, provide some kind of you know medication or or to take care of me and so that's what our parents do that's what our parents do for us throughout our whole lives and doesn't matter how old we are you know I, I think that by the time I'm 60 70 years old as long as my mother is still around I'm pretty sure that she's still going to take care of me and she's still going to view me as her as her little uh, as her son you know and, and she's still going to try to take care of me in that way and you know she's the one that, that she's all for she's the one that fed me you know since I was born and and uh, it's always been there providing the medications and things like that. And like I said earlier, you know, we didn't grow up. I, we didn't grow up in, in a, a rich, you know, neighborhood. We, we didn't grow up. I didn't grow up in a rich family. We we lived in poverty for all of my childhood years, you know. And we, we and so we did live, We lived in a housing project throughout my entire childhood years. And so we, we were very poor. But one of the things that my mother always used to do was she, even though we were very poor, we, we didn't have the money, was that she would always try to, to provide us with something. She would always try to provide us with a gift um, when, it's, when it's our birthday. She will always try to find us a, a gift when it's Christmas time, okay? Even when many times she can't afford it, she'll save up for many, many months. 
up to that point just so that she'll be able to buy us something there's like i said there's eight of us and so there's a lot of stuff to buy for christmas you know when it comes to christmas time but even if she's not able to buy us anything she'll buy us a towel so we can take a shower you know and so she'll find us at least something you know just some kind of present and that's how mothers take care of us that's how mothers love us that's how mothers um that's 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 the sacrifices that our mothers and the women of our lives they often make those sacrifices for us and so they are well deserving they are well deserving of our um of our respect they're well deserving of our honor and so we must always value them in our lives and at the same time when, when they take care of us when we're young we must not we must not hate them when, when just because they're older you know a lot of times that's one of the challenges for many people is that they, they see their parents. Oh, my parents are old. They, they have a different way of living. And, and so, so, so they don't, they don't, they don't want to take care of their parents anymore. And so we, we must not turn our parents away just because they have, they have, become, they have become older. And we have to remember that every wrinkle on their, on their face is, is a reminder. It's a testimony to of all the sacrifices that they've made for us. All the wrinkles on their face, all the wrinkles on their hands, all these things are a testimony to their love for us. And so so we must not turn them away just because they have become old. Or we must not turn them away because of their age. And unfortunately, too many times people do that with their parents. Is that you know, their parents have become too old and so so they turn their parents away. And you know, like I said earlier, you know, sometimes our parents will do things that we don't like. My, my, my father and my stepmother, uh, one of the things that they love to do, they love to do, especially on Monday nights, is watch wrestling. Watch WWE wrestling. And I, and I hate wrestling. I mean, and, I mean, I, I, we all know it's fake, except my, my, my parents. Okay. So my parents still believe that wrestling is real. So they love it. They love watching wrestling. And so every Monday night, I don't even know when wrestling starts. I don't know when it ends. All I know is that every Monday night, my father and my stepmother, they will sit in front of the TV and they will watch wrestling and they'll be yelling at the TV, okay? They'll be yelling at the TV and things like that. And they love that. And sometimes my children, sometimes my children, they see that they're like, Dad, why don't you tell Grandma and Grandpa to get off the TV so I can watch my stuff, right? And I always tell my children, you know what? Monday nights, Monday nights belong to Grandma and Grandpa. Monday nights belong to Grandma and Grandpa. You guys already know. Since the time you you were born, you already know that Grandma and Grandpa loves wrestling. They they can never stay away from wrestling. You know, they can watch the same wrestling uh, fight over and over and over again. And so you, you guys know that they love love wrestling. So Monday nights belong to Grandma and Grandpa. And you guys can go upstairs and you guys can go watch TV upstairs. And the the TV upstairs is a little bit smaller, but you know that's okay. You know that's okay. Monday nights belong. To grandma and grandpa and so we must respect them for the things that they like we must respect them for the things that they do you know don't don't disrespect them just because they like things that we don't like don't disrespect them because they have a different worldview from us and we must always honor them and another way for us to honor them is to honor them by just listening to their stories just listening to their stories i mean um i don't know about other people but my parents they love to tell me stories and not only my parents but also my aunt and my uncle who, who have recently passed they also love to tell me stories you know, i'm fortunate enough that both my mom and my my um stepmom and also my uh, father are still alive today so i can still uh, talk to them and I, I can still hear their stories 
Uh, my mother doesn't tell me stories as much as my father does. My father tells me a lot of stories, and he still tells me a lot of stories. But one of the things that for us to honor them is just to pay attention to, to the women of our lives, just to pay attention to the mothers in our lives, to pay attention to the stories that they tell us. You know, um, one of the things that I miss the most about my uncle is that is the stories that he tells. So it is the stories that he tells. So, you know, like my father, my, my, my uncle, they're brothers. And so they, they tend to, they kind of had to have the same, um, same personality, you know, um, and so they, they both love to tell stories. And, you know, my, my uncle passed away at the end of 2018. He passed away around that time. But, you know, one of the things that I miss the most about him is all these stories that he used to tell me because every single time, you know, he, he, he saw me. And when he was still with us, when he saw me, he would tell me his stories, you know, his stories about Laos, his stories about how he met my aunts, his stories about, you know, coming to America, his stories about being in the refugee camp, his stories about coming to America and living in San Jose, all those years that he lived in San Jose and all the, you know, even all the conflicts and situations that he, he had with other people. He would tell me all those stories, but many times, you know, Many times he'll tell me the very same story over and over and over again. And he tells, tells me the same kind of story over and over again to the point that I already know what he's going to say. Okay. Yeah. To the point that I already know exactly what, he, what he's going to say. And to the point in which I, you know, I, I can probably, you know, uh, just recite his stories word for word already, you know, but he continues to tell me these stories. And when he was still with us, you know, we often, you know, I often took it for granted. There, there, there comes, there, there are certain times when I'll say, Uncle, you know, I've heard that story hundreds of times already, so I, I don't need to hear it again. But, you know, nowadays, that's one of the things that I miss the most about him. When, when I think about him, is that I miss the most about him is just, just hearing his old war stories, you know, in, in Laos, in the, in the Vietnam War, um, and just hearing his, old stories when he was young and so that's like i said that's one that's one of the most you know, that's one of the things that i miss the most about my uncle and I, I don't get to hear those stories anymore but um i'm still fortunate enough i'm still fortunate enough that i still have my mom and my dad and my dad does the very same thing dad tells me the same story every single day and i i work you know i, I often you know even though we live in the same house most of the time i'm often in my office working and or preparing for church or something like that and so um once in a while i'll go downstairs to the living room where my dad is sitting and watching tv i'll go sit on the couch and just hang out with him for a while and, and when he sees me he'll often just come and sit next to me and, he, and he'll start telling me his stories you know he'll start telling me his stories the same like i said the same one over and over and over again and, and a lot of times I get tired of it. You know, a lot of times I, I, I told him, Dad, I, I don't want to hear that story anymore. I've heard it a million times already. But, you know, those, then that's just the way that many of them, they communicate with. Them. They communicate those stories with us because they want us to learn from their stories. They want to use those stories as lessons for us. And they want, just want to remind us again of their, their experiences and lives. And so they want to make sure that we don't make the same mistakes that they make in their lives. And so that's the reason why they continue, continue to share their stories with us. And that's what we must do. We must do to honor them. It's just to listen to their stories. And also this word honor here in the Hebrew also means to 
to give them food and drink, to provide clothing for them. Um, it goes all the way to to meaning of that. We must be the one to untie their shoes, right? It goes to to as much as that, all the way to just taking them out, leading them in and out, which mean, basically means that we are to take them places, you know, taking them, you know, to visit different places, special places throughout their lives. And so this is what it means to honor them. And a lot of times we, here in America, one of the things that I often tell my, my brothers and sisters is that, yes, you know, our parents, you know, they're, they're, with their age, they receive they receive a check from the government. They, they receive disability and things like that from the government. And so sometimes we, we forget what our role is. We say, well, they're, they're receiving their check already. So, you know, we, we forget about our role in their life. We forget to do our part in our lives because we think the government is already taking care of them. But we must be reminded. We must be reminded that what the government is doing is their, is their part. But we still have a role in their life. And as children, as children, our role is to take care of our parents well into their, their old age. Make sure that, that they have enough to eat, to make sure that they have enough clothes to wear, to make sure that, that um, we're able to take them places, um, different places and things like that and so that's part of just honoring our parents the things that we are to do and of course we we hear we know that we are to be obedient to our parents to our mothers jesus christ himself in luke chapter 2 verse 51 the bible tells us that jesus christ was obedient to um, his parents okay and in nazareth and so because of that obedience then he he grew up and he was filled with wisdom and so and that's something that we we often we need to do is listen the words of our parents and so i want to thank all of you so much for just joining us here this morning for this worship service as we celebrate all the mothers of our in our lives we celebrate um, all the women in our lives but we are we, we will they are just i i don't i don't know how much more to say this except to say that they are a tremendous tremendous blessing to us without them we will not be where we are today and so um, even in our church even in our church i see all the love that the, the women of our church provides for our church, all the all the sacrifices that the women of our church provides for our church, and it's a tremendous, tremendous thing. I see the passion in serving Jesus Christ, uh, you know, with the women of our church, and and it's a tremendous. And so, um, you know, I just want to thank all of you. I just want to thank all the women of um, our church, all the women of our in our lives. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. For all the things that you, all the sacrifices you've made over the years. I pray that God will be with you and continue to, to just bless you uh, throughout. And so, in conclusion, just want to remind us that we must honor them. We must honor them. We must honor our parents. We must honor the women of our life, just as Jesus Christ, who honored his heavenly Father, and just as Jesus Christ, who also honored and listened to his parents. And God has blessed us so much with these women in our lives. And so, therefore, we must learn to love them unconditionally. We must continue to love them unconditionally. We must continue to forgive them. Okay? Continue to forgive them. Continue to provide and help them. Continue to listen to them. And if we were to do these things as the Word of, prom as the word of God promises, we will have a long-lasting life. And so let us pray. God, we thank you so much. We thank you so much for just blessing us with all these women in our lives. On this day, we pray that we'll be able to come together, each and every single one of the families, that they will be able to come together in their homes, 
even though we're not able to go out anywhere that we'll be able to come together in our homes, in the privacy of our homes, to just give thanks and to celebrate these women in our lives. They, they are great indeed, and we thank you so much for them. We continue to pray for their blessings. We continue to pray for their protection. We continue to pray for all of them, that you continue to keep them in your arms at all times. And so we lift all of our women all the women of our church up to you. We also lift all the women of your earth up to you. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Okay, thank you so much. And we will, I will see you once again next week here at 1030. So God bless. Till we meet again.